Welcome to the CX Impact Podcast. Speed up your customer experience success. The CX Impact Podcast is brought to you by Gemseek, your trusted analytics advisor, helping you predict what your customers will do next. Hello, everybody. I'm Omchu Buskov, host of the CX Impact Podcast and CX Champion and Gemseek. Hope you liked the previous episode of the podcast where we talked about decisioning as a service. If you haven't heard it yet, you can find it on Spotify, YouTube, and SoundCloud. Today, we will cover a very hot topic on the CX market. What is the actual impact of CX on employee experience? Many people talk about it, but we can say that we're still in the early stages of the development. We will cover topics such as the latest trends and why the demand to EX is growing, what is actually the connection between customer experience and employee experience, which are the long-hanging fruits that every company can take advantage of, and how to start your journey in creating a 360 experience management program. I'm pleased to have as my guest today Enrique Gomez Awonsu. Enrique is a C-level executive with more than 25 years of experience in driving organizational success through the creation and strategic oversight of customer experience transformation programs. Throughout his career, he has been a consultant in some of the biggest companies out there, such as Accenture and McKinsey. Afterwards, Enrique led the CX programs in Spain of the two of the biggest multinationals in Europe, Vodafone and Zurich. Currently, he is a principal XP South EMEA at Medallia, the leader of the customer experience management platform market. Enrique, thanks for joining me today on the CX Impact podcast. Uh, good morning, Montiel. Uh, thank you for the invitation. Let's go straight to it as we have a lot to cover. As I mentioned today, we pick up the topic for the impact of CX on EX. But before jumping into it, please tell me a bit about yourself and uh, what is your path to CX and why you have selected the field. Okay, uh, well, it was a long path, uh, but basically I started, as you said, and uh, doing some consultancy and both uh, first at all and uh, Accenture. So it was more a technical process uh, approach. Then I jumped into McKinsey and basically start doing uh, more strategic business oriented uh, consultancy. And basically, when my song was born, I decided that okay, yeah, consultancy is is great, but basically, you, I would love to to see my child from time to time. So I decided to jump into into industry and bought a phone. But that time was looking uh, at a change and offered me to be their uh, strategy director in Spain. So I was working there. I was part of uh, one of the most interesting times in. Uh, in the telco industry, at least in Spain, that was the evolution from a company that was 100% pure mobile and that their motto was uh, life is mobile and mobile is Vodafone to um, evolve into the convergent content data uh, telco in, uh, that it uh, is nowadays. So as part of this evolution, uh, when I was the strategy director, I was pushing for several times and for a long time basically on, hey guys, now the next big thing in uh, telco should be how to evolve uh, towards the customer. We we were a company that was really much focused on, first of all, was uh, technology, uh, was developing the network and then evolving through technological breakthrough. We were talking about the 3G, we were talking about data, and then we were talking about the combination of the fixed and mobile as one need that the customer were asking us, not this bundle uh, offer that everybody now uh, gave for granted. 
So I was pushing this like, hey, we need to evolve uh, towards listening to the customer, towards building that relationship to the customer. And after <laughs> one big M&A operation that I was leading, the uh, CEO of Budapest Spain just uh, called me and said, hey, what is the next thing that you're going to do? And I said to them, okay, you know, you, you are the boss. So which is the best thing that uh, I can be used? And he said, no, you were talking about this customer thing and this customer experience thing. Why don't you let this, uh, the building of this area? So it was basically... Uh, in Spanish, we say, in my scene was my penitence. So as I was uh, pushing the customer and customer experience thing, uh, they decided that, okay, why don't you build it? Okay. And yeah, <laughs> and that was the beginning of, of, the, of this uh, trajectory. And that was uh, more than 10 years. That's my favorite. When you ask your boss, uh, why we don't do this? And they said, okay, do it. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then you have tons of work. And you, you don't know what to do next. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and that was the case. I can tell you, uh, imagine we were talking about this. It was the 2010 or 2011. I think if I recall correctly, beginning of 2011. And uh, the first thing that we need to do at that time was basically define, which is the customer experience. And I look at, okay, Vodafone is a huge uh, multinational. And it was like, okay, well, hey, headquartered, what do you have? And they said, we have nothing. Okay, we, we, are, we are just uh, building uh, at the same time that we are basically uh, pushing it. And, and okay, it was great in the sense that we define the, together the strategy, we define together the... The, the methodology, okay, the MPS was uh, going around for several years, but nobody were doing really nothing with it. It was another KPI, like the thousands and thousands of KPIs that you can imagine these kind of companies had. And uh, and basically it was uh, when I, I fell in love with the customer experience by that time, okay, and uh, so we were pushing that, and, and uh, as I said, it was building at the same time that we were that we were defining and we were getting results. Okay, so again, uh, we will talk later probably about uh, the low-hanging fruit on, on how to get the results and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. In this case, we were really uh, lucky in the sense that we identify a couple of low-hanging fruit that. Uh, allow us to keep on building and gain the credibility and gain the trust of the company on that. So after several years building that, uh, then uh, Zurich came and said, hey, why don't you build this for us? And it was a new, a new, a new company, a new sector, because it was the insurance that is uh, for sure not the most uh, client-oriented sector that you can find. Uh, so it was a huge challenge for me, and again, it was I was at uh, that time I were in uh, Vodafone like 11 years, so everything had changed, and I decided okay, it's a good opportunity, so I jump and uh, and build it on at Zurich. So that's that's been the the path. It's a summary coming from the strategy, paying my my sins by by doing uh, what I was uh, proposing and and putting on the executive committee table. After that, uh, fall in love and, and stay with, with the customer experience. Well, that's great that you're truly in love with customer experiences. I think that some of the guys working in the industry can't say the same <laughs> about them. <laughs> yeah, And it's really great that you've been also in the industry since the beginning where everything was coming together and you'll be able to do a transformation. It's such 
big companies and telcos probably were the first ones to start this and then you move to insurance which are also catching up and quickly and quickly going there and yeah, now in Medallia, I guess somewhere in the future we might go in an industry which is yet to introduce CX as it looks like this is something that really uh, triggers you and drives you. We discussed a trend in our conversation prior today that uh, more and more companies are looking to link their CX programs to employee experience. Can you share more about why this is the case and why the trend is growing? Okay, yeah, I think that there are there are several reasons uh, behind that. Uh, I think that uh, the first the first one is basically because we all conceptually understand the importance of the employee engagement to deliver a, a really a good customer experience. It's something that uh, I say that I, I I've seen in <laughs> a lot. I would say in almost. Uh, every every presentation that you get uh, some time ago, you have this quote from Richard Branson saying, hey, take care of your employees and they will take care of your customers. Okay, so conceptually has been going on for a long, long time. Uh, but in the last in the last years, basically, uh, there has been more and more examples of uh, uh, companies that uh, uh, have seen the multiplier effect of uh, combining and, and basically linking a customer experience program with employee experience program, not employee engagement only, but employee experience. And we can discuss later about that. But basically, uh, there are some good examples of these uh, companies seeing the, this multiplier effect. Okay, some number that has been going on around for, for some years, for three, four years. Uh, it's uh, if you if you have the impact of around uh, two of, uh, of uh, customer experience uh, and around two again for employee experience in isolation, when you put together the the effect of uh, this combination of uh, customer experience and employee experience, it's a multiplier of five. Okay, so it's two plus two in this case is five. Okay, so it's uh, this is this is one one reason this a. Uh, um, Impact uh, and, and results on people taking taking this uh, as, as as something to to improve the business. The second part is uh, COVID. Okay, I think it's last year has been a change for everything in our world. Uh, one important piece it's uh, that with COVID uh, there was a lot of companies that uh, start realizing that uh, hey we need to care, take care of our employees more. Um, we send them home, they telework, sometimes it's not the best of the of the situation. Um, sometimes uh, sharing sharing a room with other people working at home, blah blah blah. And, and they okay uh, they realized that it was really important that uh, start uh, paying more attention to the to the employees beyond the usual uh, pool survey that every company has done for the last I don't know 50 years this annual pool survey that was about the customer engagement um, and also if the companies didn't realize that the consumer are saying okay because there is a, one report that I, it was created by our partner Salesforce by the, I think it was September last year, uh, last month of last year, that was about the new consumer, the evolution of the consumer. When the consumer, uh, 83% of the consumers declare that the treatment of employees during this uh, pandemic, during this crisis, will influence their decision to buy from, from a company. Okay, everybody has been working uh, differently so everybody is an employee and not only a consumer 
And everybody has realized the importance of uh, basically the company taking care of you. So when you put together these uh, two lines, for me, there's two most important uh, trends or basically, or reasons, sorry, to um, to push the employee experience. It's, uh, it's the, the magical reason why now everybody is talking about employee experience. It's acceleration in the last in the last year, but basically those those uh, ideas were going on for a long time. There are some companies that have been working on employee experience. But um, now the mass market <laughs> of the of the companies has been uh, talking uh, about the employee experience since since last year. And sorry, and last but not least, I think it's uh, uh, we've been talking about this uh, relationship between the customer experience and the employee experience. But there is one very practical reason: is uh, most of the companies has been talking and working and getting results on employee experience, sorry, on customer experience on the last year, and suddenly they realized that uh, some of the tools, some of the um, things that they are learning and doing for the customer are quite applicable. To the employees so it's hey we are working on that we know that gives results why don't we apply this to our own employees so you have the reasons you have the the tools and basically this is the for me the most important thing why everybody is talking about employee experience um, uh, now medallia basically and uh, you said on my title we don't talk anymore about customer experience and employee experience, we call it experience. My my position is director of experience, not the customer experience, it's experience. Not uh, this distinction between uh, employee and, and customer anymore. You said a lot and very interesting things, but I want to zoom into each individually. <laughs> you mentioned that when it comes to employee experience plus customer experience, 2 plus 2 makes 5, which I really love as an example. And can you share here more about the actual connection between CX and EX and if you can also provide additional data from your practice around this? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, um, I will I will use one example, okay, uh, that I, you, you will see how, how we are seeing this uh, in some companies working. Uh, for example, uh, we have um, uh, now the need to evolve our proposition to, to the customer. So this is, should be, or we usually can see this as part of the customer experience uh, uh, programs. What we are working with some companies is, hey, how do you leverage on your employees to uh, get this innovation into your product, into your services, into into these different into these different pieces that uh, again if you look at it uh, from the customer experience point of view it should be part of this customer experience point of view but it's uh, now you can uh, tackle from your employee from the way that you listen to your employees to the way of getting the feedback their knowledge their experience on improving uh, the customer experience of your of your uh, customer so this is one very specific example of how do you leverage and um, or you link both of them there there are uh, there are several examples for example how do you how can you compare the uh, attributes of the employee experience with uh, the impact that these attributes has on a uh, customer experience another example contact center um, for example in medallia you can 
combine these two views and identify pinpoint which are the best or oh, sorry the attributes on the employee experience that impact more on uh, customer experience okay so it's could be could be engagement, could be communication, could be this this kind of attributes that normally, again, we saw it from the experience point of view, that we so, see that there is a huge impact on the empl- on the customer experience. Conceptually, it's something that everybody, or let me put it, it's uh, natural that you think, hey, if your customer, sorry, if your employees are more engaged and are more happy to to interact with the customer, your customer experience will be better. Okay, it's a uh, this kind of motivation. With numbers, uh, unfortunately, I cannot share the cli- a lot of client names due to confidentiality in this case, because again, when we are talking about employee experience, get also into into some uh, sensible areas for some companies. But, uh, I can tell you some examples of uh, companies that right now, for example, one telco companies in US, that uh, has uh, increased 20 point the MPS on top of a program of customer experience that has been running uh, 28 points on MPS because uh, and this is the impact uh, that they assign to the employee experience program that they launch. Basically leveraging on what I said, it's innovation in product and services coming directly from, from the employee, better, better customer service or front frontline uh, employees engagement they identify this impact directly on on the on the MPS of the customer MPS wow yeah that's super powerful example and it's great that uh, more and more companies so uh, we will link them together and see everything as experience be able to leverage on drivers of employee experience to increase also customer experience which probably is the one of the most powerful ways to to do this, except of, of course other things that you should fix in over your overall process and customer experience. You mentioned yeah, something very interesting with this example about like the impact on NPS. I guess that this also will be huge for uh, reducing employee turnover, and uh, then of course this will cut uh, the cost needed for uh, recruitment and. Uh, it might be even cut to some extent uh, the cost needed for additional benefits if you have a complete uh, employee experience program. Is this the case and do you have any experience with this element also of generally how improving employee experience impacts the, the financial metrics of a company? Absolutely. Just, just to share some, uh, some high-level numbers and then we can go a little bit on detail companies that has been working on employee experience uh, and this is uh, coming from from some analysis uh, not only in from Medallia but basically it's uh, people uh, oh, sorry companies that has been working on on employee experience and they are really getting impact on, on the employee experience or so the top quartile companies that and on employee engagement what they, what they see it's uh, around 70 20% higher productivity of uh, of their employees something around 50% lower turnover so you reduce by half the turnover that is really important in in some in some companies and in some areas of the company and they have seen also almost half 40% less absenteeism that is again it could be a, a huge impact a problem for for some companies so 
this is really really the um, one in, uh, one of the impact that you can see if you go into into other areas uh, for example it's the employees with uh, with customer with employee experience programs and that they've been working with it for example in uh, some um, I, I'm just from the back of my mind come to my to my mind one uh, example of uh, it's manufacturer company uh, that they have a security incident security problems on their on their uh, factories it's always a huge issue so people with uh, this uh, one customer with uh, this uh, a customer our customer sorry uh, with employee experience program running they have uh, seen almost uh, a reduction of two-thirds in the number of uh, incidents at uh, security incidents in in the factory okay so it's it's all around it's all around the the different elements. It depends a little bit uh, if you look at. It's not the same. The example that I said at a fabric on a factory, where you you can see the impact probably more on absenteeism and and uh, in uh, security in uh, contact center or in sales is probably uh, you will see the impact directly on the on the turnover as you mentioned. Wow. Amazing, and that's huge. I, this will have a super big impact on the balance sheet, the company balance sheet. So it's, uh, I think that even the employee experience story might be easier to be sold <laughs> than the customer experiences. Over there, you have also the impact, but uh, it takes longer uh, to see it. It's not so direct, I would say, as it might take few years uh, down the road to see. Uh, like probably not in telco but in other industries might take a few years more to see the impact on your numbers and how this will go whereas with employee experience this might be much quicker uh, it, it depends on let me <laughs> let me put it it depends it's a very consultancy like uh, answer uh no uh, <laughs> no i think it it it's a uh, it's a question of in both cases okay uh in customer experience and employee experiences uh part of the i would say no low hanging fruit but basically part of the strategy of the people running this kind of programs and i'm 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 doing my, I'm, i i have done it myself and uh, several times now i'm helping a lot of companies uh, multinational uh, different regions etc but basically it's uh, it's uh, when you define these these programs uh, both uh, customer experience and, and employee experience you have to identify okay which is the the a business KPI or the let me say the financial KPI that you can identify as the your banner. I say your banner or your flag for uh, uh, showing the results of of these kind of programs. Uh, in it depends on the on the industry, it depends on the on the company, but basically you can think on very say common sense things like hey. If we improve our customer experience, we will have uh, better retention. If we increase our employee experience, we will have less uh, uh, turnaround. So turnaround. So it's is this kind of thing that I say you can you can identify KPIs in both cases. That is not so long years impact. Uh, you can start showing some. Let me say six months time uh, impact uh, probably proof of concept for some companies because they are in in a really at the beginning of the journey it could be something more um, I would say uh, robust if you have companies running this program for a couple of years so so uh, you you can have this this impact on on short term on both on both uh, on both cases okay 
great you mentioned also in the intro because i'm again returning back to it uh that you're receiving a lot of requests currently at medallia around this and uh, how to put a complete experience program together i was wondering if here you can mention how this can be done and if there are any like walk hanging fruits that uh, quick wins that companies can do in order to start their journey yeah couple couple of things on that is uh, one of the things that we are getting now a lot of uh, companies asking us okay well we already have this pool survey every six months every year every two years okay there are people that uh, just uh, ask their employee every two years uh, okay and oh, we have seen impact on other on other companies or we have seen this this kind of example how, where we should start and, and in some cases what I said to them is hey start listening to your to your employees it's really important that uh, you start listening to them and could be in different in different situation could be something like okay let's move from this pool survey that you have only once every year or every six months into a more continuous listening of your employees uh, probably linking this uh, listening to moments that are important for your employees okay so the link it to the to your employee journey to the onboarding to the offboarding to uh, promotions to performance uh, so you can you can start listening to your to your employees on instead of uh, because it's the second quarter we need to do the pool survey let's change the point of view and think of your employees and say hey what's going on what happened to me uh, what is happening to me right now then you get the the feedback from the customer that by the way Monchil if you go to the customer experience what we are talking is about the employee journeys that we have been talking about the customer journeys for 10 years ago <laughs> okay so this is this is one one part that uh, you can start with because it's it's not really complicated it's the uh, it's something that you can start working with identifying a couple of uh, points that you want to to listen to your to your employees another piece that i recommend it's uh, again is start listening to your employees and put the voice of employee into the if you already have a customer experience program you can easily incorporate your employees voice uh, into your into your uh, customer experience program uh, please listen to the front uh, line for example on huddles okay that uh, we usually talk about huddles uh, on, on customer experience program and we found a lot of companies that they are not really getting the employee knowledge and the employee experience and experience, experience, sorry, on on those elements that they already have built for the customer experience program. Okay, so this is another piece that is usually a low-hanging fruit if you already have this in, in place. And another element that you can uh, start really, really quickly on that is, hey, listen to your customer on how to improve your product and services. And you can start with something as easily as start doing some design thinking workshops for example, for a selected for selected uh, employees and selected areas, we, we we are doing this with with some companies, with some big big companies, and with the smaller companies, and with companies across different sectors. So you don't need to have uh, you don't need to be a technology 
company to start doing this design thinking using your employees. You can be an all fashion sector, like could be uh, financial services, like could be um, auto automotive makers, or could be insurance. Okay, and and these three sectors is so an example of uh, a sector that we are working on uh, within on on that line. Inside for the fact that you can use already you can use what we have in place for CX, take advantage of it as well as better utilize the knowledge that your employees have, which will make them feel more engaged and at the same time uh, design better product services and have super positive impact on both employees and uh, customers. You just touched the point here in the last couple of sentences about different industries that can really take advantage of this and that there are no limits which industry is first and then second but at the same time we know that uh, when it comes to CX at least some industries are much ahead of the others so, for example telco industry is ahead of uh, insurance industry in many aspects so do you see the same thing when it comes to employee experience? Um, I would say partially yes, in the sense that yeah, there are some uh, industries that uh, has, on, has been working on customer experience uh, longer and this the, the jump into employee experience has been earlier than other experience, uh, other sorry, or uh, sectors. Uh, is not always the case. We have also, and this could be also an opportunity for those industries that were not uh, the, uh, the, at the very beginning of the customer experience to, again, jump now into the employee experience uh, relatively quickly. So there is a really interesting example of companies that are, that are right now are launching almost simultaneously uh, or only with a difference of some months a customer experience program and employee experience okay that that uh, does mean that uh, they have been doing nothing in the last years on employee or customer experience no but basically it's uh, the moment to to put more a uh, professional approach or a more extensive approach into into those program um but we are looking at uh, different different sector different companies in this case is more about the company and the company culture than really the the sector okay uh as you said uh, if you if you come to my mind uh people that was talking about that uh, were talking about employee experience uh, probably five years ago in uh, they were more on the technology even telco in uh, sectors but nowadays every sector every sector that you can imagine uh, even governments or, or um, NGOs. So every sector that you can imagine is right now talking about employee experience. Thanks a lot for sharing. This is very interesting. The fact that uh, some companies, which, I mean, they might have been doing something, but at the same time, now when they start their customer experience journey, they can start their complete experience journey and uh, move this along with employee experience to have the biggest impact and that the entire 
I would say paradigm within the experience field has changed from customer to full experience, which allow companies to really quickly catch up no matter of their industry. That's amazing, amazing. As we're reaching the end of our conversation, I wanted to ask you if you can provide only one advice to the CX leaders, our listeners, how to achieve bigger impact, what it would be. Yeah, uh, it's something that um, it's, um, let me put it quite common sense, but uh, we we see a lot of, uh, of uh, CX leaders that they are not uh, paying enough attention to that. It's a, hey, when a company starts a program about experience, whatever it is, CX or EX, uh, it's because um, yeah, the company or the CEO, most of the cases, has this uh, good feeling or uh, basically you will not fail because you will work on that. Okay, So you have uh, some trust uh, as a CX program leader uh, that you cannot spend easily and that you sometimes you need to re- ref- uh, refill. Okay. So my advice to uh, to the CX program leaders is, hey, as soon as you can, and this means probably three to six months, no longer than that, start showing the impact on the on the on the business. Okay, we love to talk about MPS and how MPS goes up or down, and promoter, detractor, all these things. Yeah, you have to do it. Uh, but when you talk to your C level, uh, you you they can I mean, they can listen to you because they know that is good, but they will listen much uh, happier. I would say happier and uh, with a lot of attention, more of uh, more attention, if you start showing really the impact on on their business, on on the company business, uh, this uh, customer experience. You can start with things that are relatively easy. Okay, uh, linking as I said. Uh, customer experience to some some financial KPIs. And I'm not talking about a wonderful 200 KPIs uh, model uh, with your data scientists doing for four years. No, we are doing a, we are talking about something that probably it's a little bit more quick and dirty, but uh, show the impact of the customer experience and the employee experience on the company. Okay, not only on MPS, talk about the business. If you start talking about business, everything will be easier. And uh, and uh, they will, I will make a joke about the second uh, the second recommendation, but it's basically on the same line. Is stop talking about wow moments every every second. Okay, uh, at the C level suite, at the suite, C suite le- level, yeah, it's great, but. Uh, yeah, let me put it. Uh, it's like uh, the film, uh, the Tom Cruise film, "Show Me the Money." Okay, so if uh, summarize uh, my my advice is: a try to show the money as soon as you can. Okay, it's really, really the importance. And by the way, it's let me put it: when you, where the CX as an industry need still needs to to push, is to to gain the right to talk at the C-suite table by showing the impact on the on the business, not only on the MPS or, or OSAT or whatever it is, the, uh, the KPI, the customer experience KPI. That you need it, but it's not the kind of language that uh, you need to use at, at the top. That's 
super advice uh, and like show me the money and uh, do it uh, quick and dirty open a spreadsheet calculate something and start to report it uh, as soon as you can uh, no matter that it's not super sophisticated and that you don't have uh, as you mentioned uh, 100 uh, kpis that's really great advice and if uh, many of our listeners for it i believe that uh, we will be much uh, happier as cx professionals and to be able to do more and more in this uh, field and uh, show the actual impact i i think it's again we need to we need to think as the this is a win-win for the customer for the for the company it's not that uh, uh it only needs to go on favor of the company it's basically we believe that cx is one way of giving a better much better customer experience to our customer better services better uh, processes better documentation better everything that the it's the the end of that but at the same time improving the results of the company and i think it's this is something that sometimes is not so clear whereas the wow moments for customers are so in yeah it's probably yeah clear whereas people don't focus at least for timing so much on this piece so that's why you should just do it to make it easier to improve at the same time the customer experience, to put it this way, to have all the resources, talking in the right language to the right uh, people like the Swiss fit probably. Thanks a lot, Enrique. I'm super happy that I had you as my guest today on the CX Impact podcast. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Monchel. It's been a pleasure and an honor to be invited. And uh, and uh, anytime that you that you want, <laughs> I, I, will be, I will be ready to jump in. <laughs> Definitely, we have uh, many more topics to cover potentially, so it will be very also interesting to see because we mentioned what happened post-COVID, but uh, now with the hybrid work coming where many people will be in the office and at the same time many more will stay at home, it will be super interesting also to see how companies are facing with this new employee experience and the entire journey, as well as of course to zoom into like the post-COVID reality in CX as well. You can find the Enrique's contact details in the podcast comment. If you want to continue the conversation about anything you heard today or to learn how can JMC help you speed up your customer experience success, write us on the CX Impact at jmc.com. If you liked this episode, hit follow and visit jemseek.com to learn more. Let's make an impact on the world of CX together. Thank you for listening.